The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. (laughs) Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, where you just saw our intrepid producer... Move a microphone that was, for some reason, in front of the camera? I believe that is left over from Republic of Football, which taped yesterday. Okay. How about yeah. But, uh, or you're listening to us on the podcast, whereas you did not see it, which you can subscribe yeah. to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 26th birthday today. Happy birthday to DeAndre Hopkins. Sure. Nuke? Is that what they call him? You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. You, no, know. you write the Texans. <laughs> I don't anymore. First four through the door, Matt McSpadden, Phil Vaney, Rob Hadaway, and Guy Frazier. What's up, y'all? And sitting to my right, the rocket man to my Godzilla, our West African prince, it's Ishmael Johnson. Two fun movies. I'm Did hoping to see Godzilla. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so. but you saw Rocket Man. I saw Rocket Man. Yesterday we had a review of Godzilla, mm-hmm. which I declared is the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, What I said yesterday is that Michael Doherty... Every movie he makes, he knows exactly what movie he's making. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. There's no pretense. Right. Trick or Treat, uh, you told me, is excellent. It's a great Halloween movie. Krampus is an elite Christmas movie. It really is. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. Same thing with Godzilla. The okay. Godzilla King of the Monsters, he knows exactly what he's doing. I How is Rocket wait. Man? Rocket Man, uh, I read a tweet that perfectly encapsulated it. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a musical, if people haven't figured that out. It, it's kind of takes that spin on the biopic. But there was a tweet that said, uh, man, Rocket Man was so much fun. Is this how dumb people felt after seeing Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> 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 Which I could not agree with that more. So. It's really good. As someone who's not actually as familiar with Elton John's uh, mm-hmm. catalog, it was like a lot of fun. Oh. Taron Edgerton sings all of it. Oh, really? He doesn't lip sync anything, so it's really, hmm. really good. So, yeah. Today is Thursday, June 6, 2019. 175 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 766. 766, the number of ABs for David DeLucci in his illustrious Texas wow, Rangers there's career. That's, uh, that's a guy. That is an SEC network analyst that's now, true. David DeLucci. We that's saw him true. during the SEC, yeah. uh, the SEC tournament on SEC Network. On today's show, guys, uh, we are going to take a look at Class 5A. Uh, in the magazine, the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Text Football, including the exclusive unveiling of the top 10s in Class 5A. Uh, we will tell you who's in the top 10. We, of course, rank the top 25s in each of the magazine, in the magazine, but you can see the top 10s here today. You'll have to buy the magazine to get 11 through 25. And then back half of the show, we've got a pair of interviews that Matt Stepp did at uh, which? Oh, Lexington. Lexington. Because he went to Snows. Twice. Twice! <laughs> Never hated a man more than I man. hate that step right now. Um, comfort coach Brandon Easterly and Marlon coach David Haynes Jr. We'll hear from both of them coming up here at the back half of the show. Let's get right into it. Let's get into Class 5A. Of course, the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You can order now at texasfootball.com insider to get your magazine mailed directly to you. Uh, but... 
we are going to tell you a little bit about what's in it. Of course, we have a ton. We have a big preview of Class 5A. I wrote the 5A preview. Uh, but first and foremost, we did have a cover boy story, and that cover boy story was written by Max, right? No, it was me. No. It was you? Yeah. yeah. Oh! Devon Chan. Yeah. <laughs> it was who? Devon Chan. Devon Chan, the star athlete from Fort Ben Marshall. Give us a give us a sneak peek, a brief overview of of, of what you learned about Devon Chan. Oh God, that there's almost nothing that Coach Williams doesn't trust him with. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the stories he kind of details in there is the the Manville game. Mm-hmm. Where he where he basically walked up to Monday and said, because I believe uh, Malik Hornsby was still dealing with eligibility issues at mm-hmm. the time, and so he walked up to <laughs> Devon Chan that Monday and said, "Hey, can you can you play quarterback this Friday against Manville, <laughs> the, de- <laughs> the defending five A runner ups?" Like, and uh, Dev- and apparently he was like, he hates quarterback, but he was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll play it." And he just proceeded to score like seven touchdowns <laughs> yeah. against Manville. He like three. He like he like ran for five, and then he returned two kickoffs for touchdowns. Yeah, something, something like, that. like that. It was yeah, it was a ridiculous game, and uh, that was kind of what put for Ben Marshall on the map. And then obviously Hornsby came in and gave them a one-two punch because they really struggled to start the season mm-hmm. uh, when he wasn't there because it was basically giving the ball to Devon and said, "Hey, can you make something happen?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, he really does so much for that team. And that one-two punch is going to be fun again to watch this year with him and Horns be back, uh, back in the fold. And and so I wrote, I was tasked with the five A preview. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert: Fort and Marshall factors prominently. <laughs> but they're going to be pretty good. But the the, the story right now, I think, in five A is this pair of dynasties, mm-hmm. and you have Highland Park and you have Alito, uh, the two preeminent five A dynasties in the state right now. But I talk with Randy Allen at Highland Park, and actually. You know, he hasn't been quoted in the magazine in like six or seven years, which is crazy for a guy <laughs> who's won a lot. Yeah. Uh, but we go and uh, I talk with Randy Allen, and he told me, he goes straight up, he goes, it has never been tougher in 5A, plain and simple. He goes, you look at the three teams that we beat to win state championships. He goes, Manville was probably the most talented team I've ever played. Shadow Creek is not far off mm-hmm. from yeah. that. He had yeah. He had nothing but just lavishing praise on Shadow Creek. And he goes, and by the way, that Temple team we beat back in 2016? They're 16 now. He's like, they were unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. They were so good. Um, but the depth there in Class 6A, is, or Class 5A rather, is really, really impressive. And so I, I enjoyed talking with him. And then I also um, uh, picked, picked the brain of uh, Huntsville coach Rodney Southern. Big, big expectations down there in Huntsville. And um, he just kind of mentions how their region, Region 3, is such a, a bear trap. And, and he mentioned, he had a great quote about it because I said, well, you know, when you take a look at your region, what do you think? And and one thing he said was, well, Fort Bend Marshall didn't get any slower. <laughs> That's a great which response. is 100% true. <laughs> yeah. They did not. Yeah. And so um, they're going to be a, a team to keep an eye on. But yeah. but overall, it's kind of, that's, the, that's the, the backdrop, I think, of Class 5A heading into 2019 is you have these two dynasties and in Alito and Highland Park and undisputedly they are dynasties but you have this army of teams all of which on the right day are good enough to beat those two dynasties can any of them do it Mm -hmm. so uh, we're really excited about class 5a and and we think that it's going to be a really really fun year it's always fun in 5a Um, and this year I think you've got these two uh, mega powers and it's going to be kind of all eyes on them uh, can they take down a, a, their, uh, another crown? So let's get to what people are here for. 
Let's talk about the Class 5A rankings. We are, of course, unveiling the Class 5A rankings in Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the top 10s in each class, in each division. Uh, you can see expanded rankings at Texas or on in the magazine, and then you will get computer rankings of every Texas high school football team. All 127 5A Division One teams and all 125 5A Division Two teams at texasfootball.com if you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. But first and foremost, let's get to our Class 5A Division One Top 10. Number 10, the Birdville Hawks. Fresh off of an appearance in the state quarterfinals, uh, the Birdville Hawks bring back a fair amount of that offense. A lot of fun uh, offenses come back, including running back Ladarius Mixon, one of the very best runners in the state. We've got high hopes for Coach Lon Holbrook's uh, Hawks. Birdville clocks in at number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number 9, a familiar name, Cedar Park. Uh, the Timberwolves, I think, had a, a year that was not up to their standards, only 8-4, and four. Uh, only 5-1 <laughs> and one in district. End up falling short to uh, to Alvin Shadow Creek in the area around, uh, but uh, but you, you doubt the Timberwolves at your own peril. Coach Carl Absek always has his team ready to go, and I feel like this is a bounce-back year for them, especially with Ryder Hernandez, their quarterback, back in the mix. So, Cedar Park, number nine. Number eight, the first of the state semifinalists from last year, the San Antonio Wagner Thunderbirds, uh, a team that ran roughshod through Region 4, looks very good again, especially that, uh, that God, what you, is, it, is it a slot T? Is it a... I think it's just a... F- I think it's just a flex bone. Flex bone. Flex yeah. bone. It's, yeah. a flex it's a flex bone. bone. Yeah. But they got L.J. Butler, who's a 2,000-yard rusher, back in the mix. Uh, some holes to fill defensively, but I think Wagner is the favorite to come out of Region 4. They start the year number 8 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Going out east, number 7, the Lufkin Panthers. Uh, I think a year that they, they wish they, they could have progressed farther, uh, a year where they came up short in the area round of Frisco Lone Star, uh, but overall, a, a team that's chock full of dudes. They're going to have guys all over the field once again uh, for Coach Todd Quick's Panthers. This is going to be a very, very good Lufkin squad. They check in at number 7 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number 6, staying out east, how about John Tyler? Uh, Cujo, I think, is back. Uh, this defense, I think, has a chance to hum under Coach Ricklin Holmes. Uh, this is a defense with eight starters coming back from a team uh, that very nearly and arguably should have knocked off Highland Park uh, in the regional final. Uh, this is a team that I think has something to prove. I think Coach Ricklin Holmes would admit as much. This is a team that I think could be ready for prime time. John Tyler checks in at number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top five, number five. The state runner-up from a year ago, the Alvin Shadow Creek Sharks. Uh, this team, of course, uh, has only lost one game in their history, and it was a state championship game <laughs> to a team with more wins than any team in the in, in the state. Uh, but what Brad Butler has built there is really and truly remarkable. Uh, our questions revolve around how they're going to replace some of sort of their some of their offensive weapons. But I will tell you, this defense looks really, really good, especially with Xavier and Alford patrolling the secondary. Alvin Shadow Creek, after starting the year last year, I would need to look at where we ranked them <laughs> to start the year last year. Um, they will start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas Football in 5A Division One. Number four, the Frisco Lone Star Rangers. Coach Jeff Rayburn is added again with a whole new mix of playmakers offensively and what could be a very stout defense. This is a Frisco Lone Star team that I think got better as the year went on, and I think that they could be the kind of team that peaks once again starting the year and entering the playoffs in 2019. Frisco Lone Star, the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number three, 
The Richmond Foster Falcons, another team that I think started slow. Uh, the record's not going to wow you. They were just 9-5 and five a year ago, but they caught fire and took Alvin. Uh, two of those losses were to eventual state finalist Alvin Shadow Creek, including in the regional final. Uh, I really, really like what Richmond Foster's got cooking this year. I think that, they, that they've got a lot of weapons, especially they're very big and physical up front. I think it's going to be Shadow Creek and Foster for the Region 3 crown, and I think if you want to say those two are the favorites to make it to a state championship game, I would certainly hear you on that. Richmond Foster, number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number two, the Denton Ryan Raiders. Uh, this is a team that, uh, look, the standard is set. They're 14, they're 14 and one a year ago. They bring back Drew Sanders, one of the very best all around athletes in the state of Texas. And they're hungry for another chance uh, at a, a run to a state championship game. I think that this is a, a, a Ryan team uh, that uh, is stinging a little bit. And I think they want to prove that last, that the past few years uh, are not up to their standards. They'll have their chance. Didn't Ryan starts the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And the number one team in class five, a division one in Dave Campbell's Texas football the Highland Park Scots. Uh, the three-time defending champs are our pick uh, to make it a four-peat in 2019. Uh, and this is a, a team that uh, is very odd because it's not your traditional Highland Park team. Highland Park is in many ways not predicated on superstars generally. They're, they're one of those teams that tend to be greater than the sum of their parts. Um, I would say that Shadow Creek was a similar team last year. They had some guys that, that kind of stand out now, uh, but are, but they were a team that I think if you talk to Coach Brad Butler, they were a team that, that worked because everyone worked together. Highland Park this year has superstars. They've got a superstar quarterback in Chandler Morris. They have a superstar defender in Prince Dorba. The questions for them are going to be rebuilding some offensive and defensive fronts, which is where they have traditionally been very, very good. But Highland Park, they need no introduction. And this year, they start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football in 5A Division One. Now let's go to 5A Division Two. Let's get to our 5A Division Two rankings. Of course, the top 25 can be found at Dave in Texas in the new edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football, which will hit uh, store shelves in the first week of July, or you can order it now and get it mailed directly to you potentially early at texasfootball.com slash insider. Number 10 in 5A Division Two. The South Oak Cliff Golden Bears, yeah. uh, a year after running to a regional uh, a regional semifinal uh, and came up short to Alito, this is a this is a South Oak Cliff team that I think is loaded for bear, especially in the secondary. One of the very best secondaries in the state, led by Jonathan Davis, the safety. This is going to be a very very good South Oak Cliff team, a team to be reckoned with. South Oak Cliff begins the year number ten in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number nine, let's go out to the South Plains and talk a little bit about Lubbock Cooper. The Pirates, after a tremendous, tremendous run to a regional semifinal or regional final last year, uh, are back and, and ready to roll. This, this is an offense that I think has a ton of weapons. Uh, I think uh, uh, Coach Catwinkle is going to have a lot of different uh, playmakers uh, to play with out there. But Lubbock Cooper, the Pirates, start the year number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number eight, back to the DFW Metroplex and the Frisco Reedy Lions. Uh, a historic year for them last year, running to a regional uh, semifinal before losing to eventual state champion Alito. This is a team uh, that Coach Chad Cole is going to need to rebuild. This is a team that brings back just six starters offense or overall. This is a team that, that I think has some holes to fill. But we think that the standard has been set at Reedy, that they expect to be in the mix for a region title. Frisco Reedy starts the year number eight in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number seven, the A&M Consolidated Lions. Tigers. Tigers. Why do I say Lions? 
A&M Consolidated You're Tigers. You're an idiot. That's I why. Am. The A&M Consolidated Tigers. Um, I think this is the year that it's been building towards for Coach Lee Fedora at A&M Consolidated. Uh, I think that he's got the weapons he wants. I think Brian Darby is in for a breakout kind of uh, kind of where he becomes a household name. Uh, this is a team with a lot of weapons, and I think the defense has a chance to be really special. A&M Consolidated starts the year number seven in Dave Campbell's Texas football. The Tigers, not the Lions. It's a jungle cat. Number six, the Manville Mavericks. Manville is a team that obviously needs no introduction at this point. I do think that a second year under the new coach, uh, Kevin Hall, will be very uh, very big for them. But in the end, when I look at this, this is a team that does need to rebuild almost their entire offense. They're bringing back just one starter on the offense. But tradition reigns there in Manville, and I think that Hoka Hay is going to be back. I think that or Manville starts the year number six in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number five, the Huntsville Hornets. Talking with Coach Rodney Southern, he will tell you that not only do they feel like they have a team that is ready to contend for a Region 3 title, but beyond that, that the buzz is back in Huntsville. People are talking about football in Huntsville. There's a lot of expectations for this Huntsville Hornets team. We have very high expectations for them. That's why they start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top four we go of 5A Division Two. The Marshall Mavericks, even with a new coach and Jake Greedle, I don't think there's going to be much of a drop-off. I think this is going to be a team that is on a mission. Tons of playmakers all over the field, a ton of speed for Marshall. This is the team that every coach we talk to in 5A Division II, they've they've said they're worried about. Marshall is going to be very good, and that defense has a chance to be special, even under first-year coach Jake Greedle. I think the Mavericks have a chance to be special. That's why they start the year number four in Dave Campbell's Texas football. From a first-year coach to an infinity-year coach, number three <laughs> in Dave Campbell's Texas football is Corpus Christi Cal Allen. The Wildcats, of course, made another run to a state semifinal and very nearly took down Fort Ben Marshall on the way. And look, this is a team that that has the playmakers where you want them. They've got an outstanding running game. They've got a great linebacker by the name of Riggs Barrett who could be in for a very big year. And they've got the all-time winningest coach in Texas high school football history in Phil Danaher. Corpus Christi Cal Allen begins the year as a favorite in Region 4, and they start the year number three in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number two, the Fort Bend Marshall Buffaloes. Look, when you make it to a state championship game for the first time and you bring back your star quarterback in Malik Hornsby and you bring back your stud running back, calling him a running back is not fair. Your stud do-it-all superstar in Devon Chan, you're going to get ranked, and you're going to get ranked really high. I think James Williams is, I think last year was just the start of what could be a very, very good run of years for Fort Ben Marshall. I think it continues in 2019. Fort Ben Marshall, the Buffaloes, start the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football. And the number one team in 5A Division Two. we forgot to rank Alito. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> JK, they're number one. The Alito Bearcats are number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football, and I think it's easy to see why. Of course, going for their record ninth state championship. And and, and much like Highland Park, this is... I write this in the 5A preview. I think there's a tendency to look at Alito as monolithic and that this is a team that it's the same team every year. Every year, it's the same team. Maybe some different parts here and there, but it's the same team. This is going to be a very different Alito team. Um, they have the stars back. They have Jake Bishop. They have Jason McClellan. They have JoJo Earl. But the things that have really made Alito great, I think, are going to need to be rebuilt. The front seven needs to be rebuilt. That offensive line, which I think was the dominant force in the state last year at any level, needs to be rebuilt. 
they have a coach in Tim Buchanan. It's a coaching change. How are they going to? How is that going to impact them? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, look, Alito at this point needs no introduction. They are one of the most decorated programs in the state. They are our pick to win a record ninth state championship. The Alito Bearcats start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football in Class 5A Division II. Of course, expanded rankings can be found in the 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Hits stores uh, the first week in July, or you can order it at texasfootball.com slash insider and get it mailed to you potentially early at texasfootball.com slash insider. There you go. There's our 5A rankings. We hope you like them. Matt Stepp was out in Lexington last week talking with a number of coaches at the Lexington State Qualifying Tournament. Uh, one of them, for 7-on-7, seven seven, I should say, uh, one of them he talked to is Comfort Coach Brandon Easterly. Excited to see what the Bobcats do in 2019. Here is Comfort Coach Brandon Easterly talking with Matt Stepp here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the Lexington 7-on-7 seven seven State Qualifying Tournament. Here with the head coach of the Comfort Bobcats, Coach Brandon Easterly. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us after your kids got to a good start today. 48-33 win over Snook. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. All right, Coach. Uh, you guys, a couple weeks ago, we were talking off camera. You guys played at the Fredericksburg 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. It was your kid's first time ever doing a state qualifying tournament. And you guys are playing up. You know, you guys were 3A Division two. You're playing in Division three tournament today. But in, in Division two, it's 4As and 3As. So you went up against bigger schools. And you guys performed well. How, how impressed and excited were you about that performance a couple of weeks ago. I was really happy about the guys. and I, I told it to them the, the entire time when we, when, we, when we signed up. I said, guys, I said, it's really close. It's 20 minutes. They've never been to a qualifier before. Um, they were really excited about it. So, like, But I also told them, don't be surprised if we go out there and, and do well and, and compete well. We've had a great offseason. We've been throwing the ball since January. We've been playing defense since January. Um, these guys have really bought into everything that we're doing. So so let's go out there and, and compete and have fun. And we, we did a good job. They loved it. Um, we fell, fell short in that very first game against, against Fredericksburg. Um, we're up at halftime and ended up losing. But we won the next two games and got, kind of got it rolling, and they wanted to sign up for another one. And So, so here we are. There you go. Now, uh, first game, you guys uh, offensively look good, 48 points. Uh, it's always a, a good thing. Uh, how big has it been? You, you got to comfort in January, July of last year. Uh, so you had a full off season with the kids this year. They've had a full off season in the system. It seems like just watching you guys in the last game, just the, 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 your kids, that it's almost like second nature. They, they, know, they know the scheme. They know the offense, and, and they're really executing well. That, that's one thing for 7-on-7. For seven seven. We're going to do a lot of what we do on offense. We're not just doing a 7-on-7 seven seven offense. We're going to do, obviously, our, our defense as well. Um, so, yes, getting that in last last fall was huge, and, and working on it since January has is, is, is been great. So um, they're throwing and catching really well. They're communicating well on defense. They're, they're making plays. Um, you know, they're trying to play with an edge. I mean, that, that's one thing that we, we always talk about is, you know, play with some intensity, play with some energy, but play with an edge. And they're doing that, and they're, they're having fun, and, and they're competing, and they're figuring things out. So Not playing video games today, right? Not playing video games no <laughs> not at all now uh how you know obviously you guys got got a lot of work to do today today's just getting started but if you guys were to qualify for state what would be some of the benefits and how big would it be for your kids to have the experience to go to college station and compete on that stage well, it's it's just such a great experience i mean it's it's really truly a big time just feel big time event you know it's good to go out there and compete it's good to have the kids grow closer together and go out there and, and see you know get them outside of the hill country outside of comfort to see what, what's out there and see great competition so it's fun you always one of our one of our core values is, is competition we want to be able to compete we want to go com compete against the best in the state and you get that opportunity to go out there and have fun and see what you can do all right now uh next season 20 you know the season is just around the corner we're it's today is june 1st season is not far away uh, when, when, when comfort fans see your team take the field on week one on uh, August 31st, 
What's, what do you think the personality of your ball club is going to be? What kind of team can Comfort fans expect to see? Well, we're, we're definitely going to be older than, than last year. We're, we're really, really young. We played about 13 or 14 freshmen and sophomores you know, on Friday nights. Um, this sophomore class is about to be juniors. have you know, d- done a great job. Our, our senior class is, is, has really grown a lot. We're going to be bigger. We're going to be stronger. We're going to be faster. We're going to fly around. We're going to play hard, fly the ball on, on defense. We're going to try to be explosive on offense and dominate the kicking game. Um, so we're going to have fun. We're going to have play with energy. We're going to play together as a family and, and get after it. All right, now final question for you. You mentioned the beautiful hill country and comfort. It's one of our favorite parts of the state at Dave Campbell's Texas football. I've never been to a game at comfort. I don't think Max or Greg have either or ish. Uh, so if we're ever coming to comfort to watch the Bobcats play, where do we need to grab a, a bite to eat before the game? We definitely have to go to Los Jaros and get some tacos. The hill country is all about tacos. It's, it's great. It's amazing. Um, it's a great, great spot to be. We actually eat there every Friday before games as an entire team. Um, and tacos in the hill country, doesn't breakfast tacos doesn't just mean eggs. You can put anything you want on it. It's amazing. It's really, really good. What's your go-to? What's your pre-game go-to? What's what's the good luck, Coach Easterly, uh, taco before a game? Here's what it's been. Shrimp rajas with beef fajitas and guacamole, and it's amazing. Sounds really good. All right, well, Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, good luck to your kids the rest of the day, and uh, appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. Matt, thank you for all you do for Texas high school football. There he is, Coach Brandon Easterly, the coach the Comfort Bobcats, excited to see what they do in 2019. I appreciate Matt Stepp running out there to Lexington and doing what he did to his body at Snow's. While he was out there in between meals at Snow's Barbecue, he also caught up with the head coach out there at Marlin, Coach David Haynes Jr. Here is Matt Stepp's conversation with David Haynes Jr. of Marlin here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas football back here at the Lexington 7-on-7 state qualifying tournament here with the new head coach of the Marlin Bulldogs, Coach David Haynes, Jr. Uh, Coach, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us between games. Yes, sir. I'm excited, man. Excited for this journey. Excited to get to meet these kids. Excited to to see them compete. Yeah, now we we were talking off camera, and and you just got – this week was your first week in Marlin. Uh, you were you were an assistant at Waco Conley. Coach Anderson had a great staff there. A couple of you guys have moved on to head coaching jobs this offseason. Uh, so obviously I'm assuming job one is just learning your kids and learning what they can and what, what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are and trying to build on that in the offseason, right? Yes, sir. Um, yes, that's the first thing I told them. Like I said, we haven't had a chance to get on field, but I want to see them compete, catch the ball, who's going to guard, who's got that dog mentality in them. Now, you know, Marlin's a program, tons of tradition. I mean, Marlin's a statewide name. People know that the Bulldogs have a lot of football tradition, but last couple of years haven't been great. Uh, is, is it a lot, a lot of mental for, like, establishing the confidence and is getting the kids to, be, to, to get back to believing in what Marlin uh, can be? Because, you know, the last couple of years have been rough. Yes, um, that's the one thing. That I just want to restore that historic. Like, like I said, when I grew up in McGregor, we played Marlin. And they got that rich tradition of being successful. So that's my job to come back in and to renew that just by being consistent, um, got core values, got a vision for this program, and getting those kids to understand and see that vision. How big is consistency in a program? I mean, you've been around a lot of programs. Your, your, your dad was a coach for a long time. Um, <clears throat> you've been, been in the game for a while. And, and consistency, especially with kids, is key. How big is it for the kids in Marlin to hopefully have some consistency um, and know who their coach is going to be, know what the system is going to be week in and week out? I think it's very important. Like I told them, I'm moving my family there. My, both of my sons will be going to Marlin ISD. And so I want them to know that I'm bought in and I'll be here and I'm trying to win games while we're here and get them to be great young man now like I said your dad was a head coach at McGregor for a while and I think he spent some time in Dallas as well uh when you when he took when you took the job was there any what, what was the one piece of advice that he gave you um 
He said it's going to be small town stuff. He just just have fun. It's your first job. You're going to make mistakes, but you got to learn from them. So that's one thing. We talk about this stuff all the time. And um, he's, he told me it's in my DNA. Just go out there and do it. All right, now, final question for you. We are we are in Lexington, which is home of one of the uh, more famous barbecue spots yes, in the state. I think you're going to try to make a run over to Snow's <laughs> yes, uh, between games or a- afterwards. So being a Texan, you know, you're a red-blooded Texan, I know you love your barbecue. Yes, so what's the Coach Haynes go-to? When you, when you go, if, you, if you go to a barbecue spot and you got to pick one, one meat to go to go with, uh-huh. what, what are you going with? i got to go with the ribs. Ribs? Yes, sir. Pork or beef? I like pork. Pork ribs? Uh-huh. Yeah, I like beef ribs, too. Like beef, I like both of them. Okay. So, okay. Uh-huh. now, where's your favorite uh, pork rib spot at? My favorite pork rib spot, I like Pecan Lodge in Dallas. Pecan Lodge in Dallas, Max. That's that's smart man right here. <laughs> Coach, appreciate your time. Congratulations on the new gig, and enjoy watching your kids compete today. Thank you, sir. Very excited to be here. There is David Haynes Jr., the new the uh, new head coach there of the Marlin Bulldogs. Excited to see uh, what they are able to do in 2019. Um, tough year last year, but I feel like they've got a chance to bounce back. Got uh, 20 starters back from last year. They lost a grand total of one Uno Letterman from last year. <laughs> that so helps. That's, uh, that's helpful. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. So many final thoughts today. I think the funny thing, you know, Step, Step was on his game out there, getting barbecue twice from Snows. I can't uh, believe that. <laughs> so the most important question off the top was from Ed McElroy, which is what time did Matt show up? At Snows. I don't know. Oh, I have a text. We have, oh, he, he put it in the Slack. Let's see if okay. we can timestamp this. Okay. We need to go. The thing is, but you have to, here's why he got it twice. I'll tell that story mm-hmm. in between. He goes to Snows, gets what he wants, and he comes back, and Coach Mole at Lexington mm-hmm. had gotten some for the coach's room for the tournament, and he invited Step in. Oh, okay. Now, okay. You, you, we all know, the three of us, yeah. we're not getting that invite. No, no. 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 So no. Step God, got no. Snows no. twice because he stepped. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I have a timestamp here. I have a photo sent by Matt Stepp uh-huh. of the the patio thing at, yeah, at yeah, Snows yeah, yeah, yeah. at 7.44 a.m. There you go. Now, you go. part of that is yeah. that he had to get there to For the tournament. Because he had to yeah. get there. He had to be at the tournament, which sure. is probably 8 o'clock. probably yeah, the first game. Right. Mm-hmm. He's probably missing the first half yeah, of the first game. Right. Um, yeah. So he, But he had Snows twice, which... Yeah. God, I hate him so much. <laughs> yeah. I think Coach Haynes Jr. at the end of his his uh, interview there, he was saying his favorite. He, he's a go-to for pork ribs when he's at a barbecue spot. That's his go-to. Can't hate on that. Mm-hmm. He said his favorite ones are at Pecan Lodge here in Dallas. Mm. Hard to argue. Hard to argue. Mm. They are good. Um, Guy Frazier making a great observation. Listening to all these step interviews when he asks about food, mm-hmm. Guy says, uh, what's incredible is how many of these coaches love tacos. It's hard to dis- disagree with him, but it's still funny. Yeah, well, so – Okay. I have a theory. Would you, oh. like, would you like a theory? Oh, sure. Yeah, we're all here for theories. I am not here to say that coaches are disingenuous. Okay? I'm not. Because mm-hmm. I think coaches are generally honest. That said, in the state of Texas, isn't tacos a pretty politically correct? It's like, true. You, nobody's going to give you – nobody can give you trouble if you say, oh, I just love tacos. I just love tacos. Right? <laughs> I think – I think there are people who are maybe maybe there are coaches. I'm not going to name names, but maybe there are coaches who are afraid to say, you know what? Um, I just love a grilled chicken breast. I just love. Uh, <laughs> I just love uh, you know. Um, it's I it's, love sushi. It is like like if a coach came on here and said, oh well, there's this great sushi place here in so and so in Nowheresville, Texas. Right. Like 
What? I feel like that would raise yeah. some red flags. Right. If you say tacos, yeah, that's the that's the the that's the safe answer. I think it's a bit like being you know what's your go to a barbecue? Well, I'm in Texas, so it's brisket. brisket. It's brisket. Yeah. Come yeah. on, we're in Texas. Even though, because even though sometimes the sausage is the best part. Sometimes it is, but it's the it's the it's the foolproof, right? You're, no one's gonna burn you down for saying I'm in Texas. I gotta have the I gotta try your brisket. Exactly. Right, you right, know. Right. Yeah. See what I mean? Sometimes I'm, I'm not saying I'm not calling them liars. Yeah, I'm saying they are. Uh, They're politicians. You've got to be a politician yeah. to a certain extent. Speaking further of food, Clint Gould, our man down in Wimberley, he would like us to know he's he's barbecuing fajitas tomorrow with chicken and beef. Again, he's telling us what mm. he's making. Yet there is no invite. Yeah, Clint. Uh, Clint. Here's what I'm guys, eating, guys. I'm happy, guys. It, that's know? great if you're Instagramming your yeah. grill. Yeah. that's yeah. cool. As yeah. long as you drop a pin. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah. Drop a pin. We're yeah. good. I'll yeah. be there. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, in response to uh, our rankings, Chester Bradley says, "Hey, watch out! Corsicana coming." Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think we're all really bullish, right? On 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 what look at the rankings. on what Coach Watson can mm-hmm. do out there. I think we're just going to see what happens. Um, yeah. I don't know if I want to give this away. So I will say that Corsicana is a sleeper. Yeah. I think they're a sleeper. Yeah. I think they're a team that it depends on how quickly, how quickly yeah. Hal Watson pulls yeah. it all together. Yeah. But he, uh, again, a coach who needs no introduction at this mm-hmm. point, he's a winner. He's going to get them winning. Maybe it's a year from now, yeah. but they're definitely going to be a team to keep an eye on. Yeah, I think that's right. And then uh, Eddie Jackson, my man, he wants to know, does anyone know when the high school football schedules come out? This is a very simple question with a complicated answer, which is why I thought we'd address it. Yes, they're kind of already out. So coach, so so there's no real like monolithic place. We're working it's on the that. second time I've said monolithic. You're, you're big on that today. Uh, there's no like one place that like gets the. It's not like the NFL schedule mm-hmm. where the NFL that's an event. Right. This is today they this drop. is coaches like send in a PDF of their schedule, <laughs> or they send me an email, or yeah. they or they DM it to yeah. Ish. Like yeah. that's kind of what happens. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a gathering process. Generally speaking, you can get a schedule book at the. We usually get them from our friend Carl Thies, the THSCA coaching school. Um, we are attempting to yeah. make it so that at TexasFootball.com we'll have all the schedules, but yeah. that is a work in progress. And as you can imagine, with fourteen hundred Texas high school football teams, it is a lift. Also, it's it's a good rule of thumb. It's not a realignment year, so ninety mm. percent of schedules will be it's exactly just, the same as last flipped. year. Just flipped, yeah, flip yeah. it. So, so if you went to your rival last year, guess yeah, what? Probably going, the yeah. same week. Yeah. Probably going to. Uh, yeah. Probably they're probably coming to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clint has redeemed himself. He says, uh, "Y'all are always welcome in Wimberley." We love to have you well <laughs> hmm? what are you guys doing this weekend i have to go to des moines ew i know, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I want i want a drop of of him yeah. of of ish isolate just going ew yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't even like a like an over-the-top one it seemed very genuine <laughs> just yeah. like Uh, (laughs) Guy Frazier makes a good point Jerry Forrest His Twitter has a huge list That's where we get our schedules from He's a great source So shout out to Jerry Forrest At Pigskin Prep on Twitter Um, Guys it's to see my grandma So it's not that bad It's just I'd rather be in Texas But anyway uh, That's it Okay All right. you're here tomorrow though right? Yeah So we're doing a show tomorrow Yeah yeah we got a show tomorrow We'll do Forey tomorrow A little mailbag Sounds good. Okay. It's, just, it's just like, we'll see. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Max Thompson and Ishmael Johnson. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. <laughs>